Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. We have episode 666 for you, which I guess makes sense. If you flip those, if you invert those around and turn them into nines at least, we have Nick Tandy, factory Porsche race car driver, overall winner at the 2015 24 Hours of Le Mans, also the person who grew up driving on ovals in England and got the call to do that very thing for the Porsche GT team that he works for here in IMSA to turn a few laps at NASCAR's hallowed grounds, Talladega Speedway, Super Speedway, in his Porsche 911 RSR. Did this the day after Petit Le Mans, what week, two weeks ago, a glorious thing. And having spoken with Nick not too long after it took place, just got a chance to turn that audio conversation into a podcast here. Thought you might enjoy it. You might have read about this little adventure, but take a listen to Nick, some of the extended bits that did make it into print. You just might enjoy it hearing the full tale from our man. If you haven't had a chance before, please check out MarshallPruittPodcast.com where all 665 previous episodes reside. All manner of good stuff, just like this catching up with episode featuring Nick Tandy from the Porsche GT team talking about the crazy and amazing laps he did in the big burnout he did in his Coke liveried Porsche 911 RSR. All brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. Nick Tandy, you did something that I think is pretty amazing. I wish I could have been there deep in the heart of America where NASCAR reigns supreme. You brought the world's best sounding race car. I would say, tell me if you agree, in its Coke livery, one of the world's best looking race cars. And I don't know if you enthralled or confused those NASCAR fans. Maybe they thought a UFO was present, but you got to do something really amazing at a circuit that I know you would love to compete on in a stock car. Tell us about this amazing Porsche GT team, Porsche 911 RSR visits a NASCAR race the day after Petit Le Mans. I did indeed, my friends. Um, it all came about, um, I think, the week leading up to our respective races, if you like, in Alabama and Georgia. Um, and I believe it was Mr. France himself that suggested, seeing as we had not only an awesome-sounding car, but an awesome-looking car and a championship-winning car, that we we take it to Talladega and show it off in front of um, some people that perhaps might not get the chance to see these type of vehicles. And uh, and at that point, of course, they, they needed somebody to drive it. Um, so, of course, I stuck my hand in the air and said, uh, yeah, I've done a bit of oval track stuff in the past. And uh, and there we have it. The car came off the, the racetrack at 10 o'clock on the Saturday evening. We gave it a quick clean dust down, changed the tyres, popped it in the truck, and uh, and rolled it out the next morning in, in Talladega. Yeah, it was pretty cool. 
So you, with your short oval dirt track experience growing up in the UK before road racing came into your world, this is something that for you, and you and I have spoken about this before, you have an absolute passion and desire to compete at some point in time in your career in NASCAR, whether it's a road course, an oval, I know you would love. Tell me about rolling into one of these most holiest places in stock car racing, Tala freaking Dega. Uh, it, not only is the facility crazy, but truly, uh, while there are many tracks that maybe have lost a little bit of support from NASCAR fans, Talladega isn't one of them. So just as a kid loving this, what's it like rolling in there on a personal level? Uh, it was, I mean, it was mega. You, like, like you say, I mean, I, I grew up watching, well, and competing in, in stock cars, um, racing over here in the UK, but watching the, you know, the American um, scene on TV. I, I knew Rusty Wallace and Bill Elliott and those boys long before I knew what Le Mans was or what a Formula One car looked like. So, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a fanboy moment for me walking in. And uh, I must admit, I enjoyed walking around the garage and, and watching the start of the race pretty much as much as I did driving the actual car around the track. And, um, I mean, holy cow, what a facility. You know, I've obviously been to Daytona a couple of times before. But, uh, yeah, driving into to this place, I mean, yeah, it's it was, like I say, proper fanboy moment. And, um, yeah, Talladega, it's, you know, it's, it's an iconic place. It's an iconic name that goes with NASCAR racing. So, yeah, I wish I'd been before to watch a couple of times when we've been in Atlanta, but uh, I've never had the chance. So when this thing popped up, yeah, I was, we were straight down there, got in the car early in the morning and um, drove across. It's not that far away if anybody else out there wants to like to do both in a weekend. And, um, yeah, we got to run the car around the track a couple of laps just after the the command to start the engines for the for the cup race whilst the cars were on pit road we were screaming along with the old e6 uh, the flat six screaming away for all the, the people in the stands and it was a good reception i was quite surprised by the, the you know the the excitement and uh, the amount of people that came over to have a look at what we were doing look at the car a lot of the crew from from in the in the nascar garages and stuff like this so yeah it was good i'm glad we did it that's what I was curious about, Nick. So I got to see the video that was posted on social media by the team of you rolling out, stopping, just absolutely roasting the rears, your Michelins, the fine Michelins at the back of the car. And it was glorious. I mean, just a giant cloud of smoke, the the, the Lord's trumpets blaring with that four liter flat six. And you then proceed to turn a couple of demonstration laps share with us again. I know this wasn't a race. There wasn't a pack of 40 Porsche 911 RSRs drafting one another around, but share with us this experience of getting to roll out in a, I would say a true amphitheater style setting. Uh, just drop the proverbial clutch, light that sucker up. And then what was it like getting up on the banking and such uh, with this car again in a, in a relatively foreign setting 
Well, this is it. This is, it was kind of a strange thing because, um, you know, I hadn't even looked at the, the track or the track surface. And um, I just got strapped into this car and got allowed out the gate onto the main track and, and fired off down the down the start finish straight. So it was uh, it was a bit of an eye opener. I was hoping there wasn't going to be any sort of course cars or any trucks out on the on the racing surface. But yeah, we uh, obviously we obviously wanted to to put on a show, get the crowds re- you know raring and ready to go for the for the race. So we did a nice smoky burnout and then. Uh, let it rip through the gears. And um, it actually took me by a bit of, by surprise. I was expecting it to be more like Daytona, they're driving on the surface. Um, but actually, it was quite a different experience because the the track surface at uh, Talladega is obviously, it's obviously a lane wider. Um, and there's, of course, there's a vast amount of asphalt kind of runoff that's been paved now on the inside so it was it was like a massive um eye-opener for me going into the turn one up on the banking obviously when you're in a when you you're in a race car you can only see so far in front of you of course because the um you know you, you can't see out the top of the winds the windshield so um it's always a bit of a blind face going into a turn where you can't see round the corner. But um, I think the radius is slightly less than, than Daytona. So it didn't seem as if there was as much banking when I know that the actual angle is uh, is slightly more. This is me being you know, analytical and fanboyish again. But uh, <laughs> you, I know you pulled different. all the data off the car too and, and poured over everything over <laughs> those couple laps. The first, the first thing we checked, we did an 11.7 second burnout apparently. Before we started accelerating away, eleven point seven—that's brilliant. Yeah, the engine—the engine guys were impressed. Wow. Well, after bouncing along up on uh, the, the banking and whatnot, and getting to do the couple of laps, tell us, Nick, as we close about pulling in, stopping. You mentioned some of the mechanics coming over, the NASCAR mechanics, but just general reception to folks seeing this very different, beautiful car uh, in action uh, just prior to a NASCAR race. And also share any thoughts if you had a chance to walk around and just take in some of the cup scene uh, sites and, you know, get, I don't know if you got a chance to speak with any of the drivers or anyone else, but, you know, uh, if there's someone who would love to be competing at Petit Le Mans Saturday night next year, then drive down to Talladega and climb into a car and do another 500 miles, uh, 10 hours plus 500 mile weekend for Nick Tandy. You're the guy. Well, this is it. I mean, I didn't, as, as soon as the run was done, you know, I got changed and I, I cleared off and, um, you know, went for a look around because there was only so much time that we had. And I, I wanted to see, I mean, there was all sorts of cars there, old, um, you know, old stock cars and, uh, and of course all the new stuff. And I mean, it's, it's very different to obviously to what, what we do, of course, it's, it's a different type of sport, if you like. So it was an eye opener. I've been to a few cup races before. Obviously we shared, um, Indianapolis back in 2014, IMSA and NASCAR. So, it's not the first time I've seen cars up close or been at a, an, an event, but 
yeah, I was definitely there waiting, watching this, you know, when the when the forty of them fired off from from the green, and uh, yeah, there was four of us. We went and got some lunch and uh, watched the first stage, and then we had to get back to to Atlanta to to carry on what we were doing the next day. But um, it was cool, you know, it was it was cool. I'm glad we did it. And uh, if I'm not busy next next year on the Sunday, then I'm definitely going down. Hopefully, not working just to have a bit of fun. Well, yeehaw, Nick. I'm glad you got a chance to do it. It produced some amazing photos and video and visuals. So good on Mr. France, founder, co-founder of IMSA, president of NASCAR today. Good on him for thinking of trying to merge these two worlds yet again. And hopefully another invite comes down next year. Yeah, exactly. That was good. And I'm, uh, I'm sure there'll be lots more stuff coming in the future from, well, not only from from the IMSA and NASCAR side but uh, the Porsche stuff I think what they've done this year with all the well and last year you know with all the throwbacks and things like this the, the interest has been really quite surprising actually so uh, yeah keep your eyes peeled for future stuff brother thanks as always for taking some time and uh, I'm sure it's going to feel like no time has elapsed we're going to be at Daytona we will looking forward to it and I'm sure I shall see you there